Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. This is your host, Carol McLeod. My friends, I know from personal experience, as well as those that have gone before us in Scripture, that the Word of God changes lives. When we encounter the truth of who Jesus is, we are transformed. So we're taking the time to discover the truth and the facts in the Word of God. Join me as we add another brick to the foundation we are building in for sure and for certain. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio with Carol McLeod. For more information about Carol, Just Joy Ministries, or her other messages, please visit our website at justjoyministries.com. And you can find Carol on Facebook at Carol McLeod Bible Teacher and Author. We're also here if you need prayer. Please call us toll free with your prayer request. 1 855 569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Now, let's join Carol for today's inspiring message. For Sure and For Certain is a Bible study that is riveting and is keeping us on the edge of our seats as we discover the truth and the fact only found in the Word of God. You might say to me, Carol, why is it important to study this? Why is it important to, to focus on truth and what we know for sure and for certain? Well, it's important because it'll change your life. It'll change the way you do life. It will change the way you process difficult events. You know, I think about a man by the name of Saul in the New Testament. Perhaps you've heard of him, Saul of Tarsus. He was the greatest intellect of his century. He was trained under one of the greatest minds that has ever lived, a man by the name of Gamaliel. And Saul was Christian enemy number one. He lived to murder Christians. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 9 that Saul breathed in and out with the intent to assassinate believers in Jesus Christ. It was what got him up in the morning. It was Saul's last thought at night. I live to kill another Christian. And yet this man, when he encountered the truth of Jesus Christ, it changed who he was. It changed his entire identity. Saul of Tarsus became Paul the believer, one of the greatest influencers in the kingdom of God who has ever lived. Paul wrote 13 books of the New Testament, and he suffered more than any Christian that perhaps we will ever read about in the pages of the Bible. Paul saw the risen Christ on the road to Damascus one day. This is what he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 8. And last of all, to one untimely born, he appeared to me also. Paul was confronted with the risen Christ, and it changed everything about his life. You know, I think about the disciples. Can 11 people really change the entire world? Can 11 men who before the resurrection were pretty much a mess? Just think about it. Peter spoke 
anything that came into his mind. Some of them turned tail and run at Calvary when Jesus was being crucified. But when these men were confronted with the risen Christ, the government officials of the day accused them in Acts chapter 17, verse 6, of turning the world upside down. These 11 men are now living like Christ is alive. How are you living? If your life has been confronted with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it must impact your daily walk and your daily life. You know, I I think about the 11 disciples. They couldn't conjure up miracles. And yet, because of their prayers, because of their declaration, because of their faith, crippled men walked and the dead were raised. These men marched into stadiums singing and thanking God for the privilege of dying for him before thousands of people. How could they do that? They could do that because they had been confronted by the truth of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As men and women walked into stadiums knowing they were going to be murdered, knowing that wild dogs and animals were going to be let loose and their bodies would be torn to shreds, these men and women chose to worship. What is your choice today? What have you chosen to do while your world is falling apart? If you know the Christ of the resurrection, it will change how you handle difficult circumstances that you face in your life. You know, Nero had cocktail parties and he impaled Christians on poles. He would light the Christians on fire and burn them while everybody around them was having a drunken brawl. How could men and women not deny Christ at this moment? Well, it's because the living Christ lived inside of them. There's a fascinating book called Leading Lawyers Look at the Resurrection. And in this book, a man by the name of Sir Linus Luku is one of the contributors to this book. Guinness World Book of Records lists Sir Linus Luku as one of the world's most successful lawyers. This man has been knighted twice. He has served more than 42 years as a defense trial lawyer. And this is what Sir Linus Luku says about the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Unequivocally, the evidence for the resurrection of Jesus Christ is so overwhelming that it compels acceptance by proof, which leaves absolutely no doubt. Now, what does all this have to do with your life? What do Paul and the disciples and Christians being burned at the stake and the Guinness Book of World Records and Sir Linus Luku have to do with your life today? Well, let's begin this thought process by reading from John 14, 9. Jesus said, after a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. You see, my friend, you have a personal stake in the truth of the resurrection. If Jesus truly was raised from the dead, you get to live forever with him in heaven's grandeur. And if Jesus truly lived, which he did, 
And if Jesus was actually raised from the dead, which he was, then you and I should be living like he is alive in us. Our lives should be a vibrant and courageous testimony of the for sure and certain truth that Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. When your world falls apart, when your life falls apart, and often it will, live like Jesus is alive in you. Don't live like you're hopeless. Don't live like you're joyless. Live like the risen Christ has taken up residence in your heart. Be a man or a woman of power and courage. Listen, you might not have to walk into a lion's den singing and worshiping, but there will be difficult things that life will necessitate that you face. You might have to get food stamps and sing. You might receive a pink slip from your place of employment and choose to worship God in that place. You might have to care for aging parents or hear a devastating diagnosis. You might have to watch your children make poor choices. You might have to pray for a miracle in someone's life. But as you face those devastating and challenging realities, I hope you will learn a lesson from the early church. My prayer is that you will walk into your lion's den with your hands held in the air and worship music coming out of your mouth because you too, like Paul, have encountered the living Christ. Listen, either Jesus is alive or he isn't. And if he is indeed alive, then live like it. Let me read to you from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, in which you also stand, by which you also are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. You see, Paul is saying, of everything I've ever preached, of everything I've ever told you, this issue of first importance is the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Paul goes on to say, and that Jesus appeared to Cephas, then to the 12, and that he appeared to more than 500 brethren at one time, most of whom remain until now, but some have fallen asleep. That he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared to me also. Saul is declaring Jesus appeared to James who had doubted. You know, when I read this, do you know what prayer bubbles up from inside of me? Jesus, would you appear to the doubters in my life? You know, dead people usually stay dead, don't they? But the resurrection of Christ is a miraculous single event that defied the odds and shattered the expected course of history. What else would we expect the God of creation and power to do.
And so I want to close today's program by asking you, what do you need God to do in your life today? Because he is still a God who does miracles. He is still a God who defies earthly odds and shatters the expected course of an ordinary person's life. We serve a God who can resurrect your marriage, your finances, your prayer life, your health, and your children from rebellion. The resurrection of Jesus demonstrates that Jesus truly is the Son of God and the perfect representation of God on earth. This fact alone sets Christianity apart from every other religion or philosophy and makes Jesus the only reliable way to fully know God. We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. Learn about unwavering faith that defies your circumstances in her two-book offer, No More Ordinary and Refined. For your gift of just $15 plus shipping, Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433 to arrange an appearance at your next women's group or conference. Now, back to Carol for a closing word and prayer. Thank you for following and supporting this ministry. If my messages have impacted you or someone you love, please consider becoming part of our mission and outreach by sending a donation to help me stay on this station. It's a dream come true for me to share God's word with you every day. I hope you will help me continue to make a difference in people's lives. Regardless of what you're facing today, I want to assure you that God's word is the source of your answers. I encourage you to study with me, digging deeper into the word than maybe you ever have. As you develop your faith muscles and begin to lean on what you know for sure and for certain, you will enter God's very best. Now, I'd like to pray for you. Father, I thank you for every listener. Father, I pray that they would come to know you in your fullness and in your truth. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.